You are now tuned to the Priority One Subspace Frequency, brought to you by Sayulita.com. Sayulita, the galaxy's premier shore leave destination. Command codes verified. Priority One message from Starfleet coming in on secure channel. on Thursday, October 18th, 2012, and hosted on PriorityOnePodcast.com, now streaming live on TrekRadio.net on Thursday nights. I'm Adrian. I'm James. And our man at the board is DJ David of Trek Radio. There he is. Elijah's out on a galactic tour this week, but we'll have him back next show. <laughs> we shot him out of an airlock. Anyway, uh, so in this... So what do we have in... Yeah. So what do we have in store for this week's episode, James? In this episode's Blank of the Week, we spotlight Space Cadets. We'll find out what happened this week in Trek. In Stone News, we cover Season 6, Dead Blog 32, Starbase Feature Project Number 8, Season 7, Dead Blogs Number 2, 3, 4, and 5, because we had a lot of crap happening this week. And the Tau do a sector block, Romulan Colony Adventure Zone, Stowe Gateways, or Nebula Rescue, Spotlight on the Foundry, and our weekly blog roundup. But before we get on with the show, let's talk about this week's business, please. Oh, you said please. That's so sweet. Okay, yes. We are live on TrekRadio.net every Thursday at 5.30 p.m. Pacific Time. If you'd like to join us live during the show, Trek Radio has a built-in IRC chat client. Just click on the Community Menu tab and select IRC Chat, input your desired screen name, and enter! So, whoop whoop to yes. all people! I know, all excited. We're also going to talk about Into the Hive. We've got we've got a lot of good stuff coming in. Speaking of good stuff coming, as always, we are looking for new blog submissions from the game and the gaming news in general, sci-fi, yes. fantasy, all the entertainment bloggers out there. If you have any ideas for an article and you want your voice to be heard, please send us your submission to incoming at PriorityOnePodcast.com, care of Bill. Please know that all of our positions are volunteer. We don't offer uh, any payment or anything for these yet, guys, but we do offer a well-known outlet for your work. So if you're interested, please forward your contact information, any experience you have, along with a few writing samples to incoming at PriorityOnePodcast.com, and maybe you'll join the team. In the meantime, why don't we set course for this uh, episode's Blank of the Week? On screen. On screen. On screen. I don't know. It's the Blank of the Week. Our Blank of the Week is suggested to us by Chivalry Bean. You may recall a few weeks ago we covered the Artemis Starship Simulator game, which was really cool. You can find it on YouTube. While that game is high on the epic ometer, not all of us have half a dozen willing friends equipped with their own very own land boxes, but there is a solution. The Space Cadets is available now for pre-ordering at Stronghold Games. Now, Space Cadets, it's this new thing. If you love ships and Star Trek and sci-fi and all that stuff, you totally check it out. It's really cool looking. This is a quote from StrongholdGames.com. It says, Space Cadets is the highly anticipated cooperative game from the famous Engelstein design family. That's Brian, Sidney, and Jeff Engelstein. 
It's your first voyage aboard one of the best starships in Star Patrol. Taking control of one of the bridge stations, you're sure that this mission will be an easy one. Where nothing can go wrong. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> Much like Artemis, the game is played by three to six players who assume bridge stations on a starship. So you got the helmsman, who plots the ship's course through the asteroid fields and nebulae. The engineer, using dominoes to get enough power to each system. The weapons officer, that's completing the puzzles that load the torpedoes and flicking a disc down a track to launch them. A shields officer uses tiles to form poker hands to get the strongest shields. Sensor officer uses your sense of touch to scan and lock on enemy targets. Or maybe even the captain setting the plan and making sure that everyone stays focused and does their job. If your crew can work together to accomplish the mission goals, you just might be able to make it home in one piece. Players are three to six. Uh, complexity is medium. Ages eight and up. It takes about 90 minutes to play. And the price is about $41. A little close to 42 So it's pretty affordable. It sounds like a lot of fun. Head over to strongholdgames.com and look for Space Cadets. If you buy a copy, shoot us an email and let us know what you think. I would love to know. This sounds really cool. And having seen the video on the Artemis Starship Simulator game and all of that silliness that happens with that team working together, this all looks to be a blast. So if anyone knows anything about it, has played it, or ends up getting a copy and doing it, please let us know. Send us an email. Why don't we check out what happened this week in Trek? And This Week in Trek comes to us from Memory Alpha. On the 20th of October 1967, the original series Doomsday Machine episode was played on the 21st of October 1994. Reshoots of Kirk's death scene for Star Trek Generations film. Poor huh. Kirk. What a crappy <laughs> way to die. I'm sorry. I just still don't yeah. think that was like grandiose enough for Kirk's death. No. But Yeah, it was a little weak, but I've seen worse. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he goes out saving, like, the whole planet of people and all that kind of junk, but I don't know, it just seems like he falls with a bridge chunk and just, you know, I mean, it's just yeah. weak, I don't know. There's, he should have, like, died ramming a ship into another ship <laughs> and then a warp core explosion, and I mean, it should have been grand. It's Kirk, for crying out loud, it just should have been better, I don't know. So on the 21st of October, 1998, DS9, take me out to the Holosuite airs. And that pretty much wraps up this week in Trek, another short week in Trek news. So, why don't we head on over and see what we got in Stow News. Computer status report. Status. Incoming message. I'm only in the mood for good news today. So, lots of stone news this week, lots to cover. Let's start with our weekly priority one podcast.com web blog roundup. Declan came out with his behind the lines book review of Brinkmanship by Unum Cormick, including a Q&A with the author. Make sure and get over and check that out on our website. Sordom's Spirit of Trek featuring the Vanguard novels also came out. Cool. Sargon's Warrior's Way. What is the KDF story anyway? Part two. Check it out. Last week, we published Trek It Out episode number four featuring an interview with Mission Log podcast Ken Ray and John Champ. Both those guys are awesome. It was a lot of fun. Uh, Elijah and I interviewed them. It's like they're our mirror universe us. It was really kind of <laughs> creepy. There were so many parallels with those two guys. It was disturbing. 
it was fun though i mean that made it great they're great guys and they've got a great show going on over there i look forward to uh, having them on the show again sometime or maybe going on their show it'd be fun so head on over to priority1podcast.com and have a listen to that and video number two of our priority one cryptic away mission featuring thomas the cat ian jam jam richards nick taco fangs dugard also known as tumor boy all available right now over on our youtube page youtube.com slash no priority one it is a fun one so what do we got for that uh spotlight on the foundry what do we got Ah, yes. We have Spotlight on the Foundry now. Brandon, Brand Blake Spelzer, Community Manager for Stowe, posted this week's Spotlight on the Foundry. This week's Spotlight mission is The Fire in Which We Burn by Captain Revo. Faction is Klingon. Level requirement is 16 and up. Mission summary is... A distress call sends you on a rescue mission to an obscure outpost. Yet all is not what it first appears. Several factions now vie for control of the most precious resource in the universe. Time itself. Head into game and check it out. That's The Fire in Which We Burn by Captain Revo. I like Captain Revo. He rocks. So, James, what do we got on the blogs? I don't know. Captain Revo it always sounds like the name of like an 80s band, like Devo. <laughs> but I was like, whip it good. Okay. Uh, we've got season six, dev blog number 32, which is the Starbase feature project number eight. Fish tanks and bars is uh, what Mr. Goat Shark has given us this week. The lead content designer on Stowe published his deck blog covering our next special feature is for relaxation. While fleet starbases are important hubs for official matters, they are also becoming social centers where captains can relax, spend free time with fellow fleet mates, and during the downtime, Federation officers enjoy the peace provided by a fish tank. While Klingons prefer a round of blood wine and good storytelling at the bar. Upon completion of this project, your Starbase's interior decoration will be improved. Klingons will see their bar area enhanced, including a blood wine fountain. Woo! Woo-hoo, I want a chocolate awesome. fountain where we can dip no. marshmallows <laughs> on the fling. Okay, I'm just saying. While members of Starfleet will acquire a wall-length fish tank, which runs length of the wall underneath the bar area, which is, I thought, a really good use of that space, yeah. which is really cool. Yeah. This special project will be available on around 10 a.m. Pacific Daylight Time, October 18th, until uh, 10 a.m. Pacific Daylight Time on November 1st. So make sure and get it done before yeah. November, boys and girls. Season 7, Dev Blog number 2, the Taodoa Sector Block. Charles Gray, content designer on Stowe, posted Season 7 Dev Blog 2, announcing some details on the upcoming Taodoa Sector Block, the new home to the remnants of the Romulan Star Empire. Woohoo! Charles writes, when Season 7 launches next month, we will be introducing a brand new sector block that players will be able to explore, patrol, and discover new missions in. The Taodoa sector block is populated by Romulan refugees looking for places to call home after the collapse of the Romulan Star Empire. This sector is home to the Azure Nebula and 17 new systems, 13 of which have requested the Federation and Klingon Defense Force's aid. Missions in the Taodoa sector are available to players who have reached Vice Admiral or Lieutenant General rank, and bonus rewards will be awarded if played during special time slots found on the hourly event calendar. And they're designed for both solo and group play, which is so cool. Oh my gosh, it'd be great to finally get that. That's just really cool. And perfect, because they really want to start bringing in Romulan stuff, so they say. So, yeah, that's the way to do it. Yeah, and, and this was talked about a little bit during our reputation system uh, discussion we had on our video that you guys can check out over on our YouTube channel. When I was talking to Alan Jeremy, all the new systems are listed in the post. Head on over and check that out a little bit more if you want to know more about that. It's, it's going to be cool, I'm telling you. 
It's going to be neat. So in Season 7, Dev Blog number 3, the Romulan Colony Adventure Zone. Life's been hard for the Romulans. Ever since the destruction of their homeworld, they've struggled for a place to live in the galaxy. So while some have decided the best course of action is to side with the militaristic and fanatical Tau Shiar, uh, many realize they must look inward and repair what was lost before they can look across the galaxy with larger plans. So the first evidence of this new direction came via an alliance with the Remans, led by Obasek. Together with both the Federation and Klingon Empire, they were able to stop the Tau Shiar's forces and prevent potentially massive destruction with larger threats temporarily subsided. Surviving Romulans and Remans began to search for a place to call home. And now it seems they found it. So, welcome to the new Romulus, or gosh, God help me if I get this wrong, Morihan in the traditional tongue. <laughs> So as a member of the Federation or Klingon Defense Force, you will be tasked with helping them establish their new homeworld in the form of a new adventure zone! How exciting! Stuffed animals if you knock down four balls! No. Um, so Scott goes on to answer a few uh, Q&A style uh, questions. We broke these answers down for you and you can head on over to Star Trek Online to see the full answers if you want. But basically, what it is is the different regions of the zone will have daily missions that can be completed to help the Romulans and Remans colonize the planet. Each mission has a variety of ways it can be completed and it's up to you how you'd like to help. So you can choose combat options or collection options as listed in the area's missions. Each element that you or your team chooses to do advances the overall tracker that completes when it reaches 100. By completing these tasks, you will earn Romulan marks for use with a new Romulan reputation system. Well, actually, it's just the new reputation system, but that's within that <laughs> sector, which awards new special rewards and gear, as well as increasing your reputation with the Romulans. You will also unlock story elements that explain the history and potential new future of the Romulans. As you advance in the reputation system, special instances will unlock and can be done with more of your bridge officers or other players. There's also an additional daily mission that will help teach you the map and help you kind of learn the additional planetary culture and lore, which is kind of cool. So it gives you a little more so background. And we got season seven, dev blog number four, the Stowe Gateway. Really too bad Elijah can't be here for this one. If you've been a longtime listener of this show, right? you've probably heard him talk about how badly he wants to see a useful and functional web mobile app for Stowe. It's been kind of suggested from a, a couple of our interviews that this is something that they are going to look into, but they cannot totally confirm it. But in the spirit of Elijah, huzzah, huzzah, it's here. The basic structure of it is here anyway. Steve <laughs> Salami Inferno Ricosa, you guys know him as a producer on Star Trek Online, he posts this introduction about it. He says, Star Trek Online and Cryptic Studios are proud to present the beta version of Stowe Gateway. That's their working title, anyway. This new feature allows players to remotely access their in-game status information via their desktop, tablet, or smartphone. In its initial release, the Stowe Gateway will allow players the ability to view their player status and equipped items, ship status and equipped items, bridge officer status and equipped items, and accolades. This list of features is only the beginning of what's possible. There will be more features and functionality to come. The UI for the gateway is Elkars inspired. Oh, that's cool. We feel it very faithfully represents Star Trek. Players can seamlessly transition through all of the available tabs with a click of the mouse or via the touch screen of a tablet or smartphone, simulating the use of Star Trek's pads as we all know them and love them. Simply using the UI makes you feel like you're part of the Star Trek universe. And I personally can't express in words the joy that that gives me. The whole team is really excited about all of the possibilities this new technology presents for the game and hopes everyone enjoys the initial offerings of the Stowe Gateway. So that was Ricosa's report on that. That sounds really cool. Yeah, the screenshots look really impressive that they posted up. I'm totally excited to play with this. 
Dude, but L-Cars, man! It's gonna look like L-Cars! Yes! I know. Yes. Oh, trust me, it'll be Ooh. running on my iPad nonstop. Yeah, I'll, uh, let's see how it handles the iPad. I'm kind of curious about that, since that iPad has a little trouble with Flash. Uh, I'm sure they'll figure it out. We'll see. So, it's Season 7, Deadbug number 5. Uh, and this will be our last one in Stone News. I know there's been a lot of them, guys, but it's not my fault. <laughs> Cryptic dumped it all in one week. But, this does look very, very cool. The Azure Nebula Rescue. This is a new mission, and I'm really anxious to play it from the screenshots I've seen because it just looks very, very pretty. Uh, Judah Ross, content designer for Star Trek Online, posts his blog covering the new PVEQ missions coming with Season 7. In the Azure Nebula Rescue event, players attempt to rescue as many Romulan ships as possible from the Tholians within a set time limit. To do so, they must disable four tractor beams, holding a captured ship in place. Rescuing larger ships will net more points, but they are protected by stronger enemies. Any Vice Admiral or Lieutenant General can participate in this event and rewards are based on how many ships are rescued. So in addition to a modest fleet mark reward, players will also receive the new Romulan marks. So there you go, a little bit of both. Something for the reputation system, something for the fleet. But it looks really cool. Hey guys, I'm going to butt in for a minute here. Before we get into feedback, can we talk a little bit about Into the Hive? James, I know uh, you had some experience with it and you talked to Dang about it earlier in the week. What are your thoughts? Well, it's on Tribble now, and I know some people have been over-testing it. One of our fleet training officers, Mr. Dang, has been over there, and he's run it about, oh, six or seven times, he said, and he's run it at least twice of those. He said he ran it on Elite. And Elliot, you ran it, right? Yeah, I ran it a couple times last night. Okay, and so the general feeling that I'm getting back is, that, well, A, I've heard it's beautiful. Like, it's, it's, it's well done, it's a neat zone, all that kind of stuff. But I'm being told that the first part of the mission, the first half of the mission feels perhaps a little bit rushed. But then you settle into the big battle at the end with the Queen, which is just, I think Dang put it, was magical. I, he, he just really enjoyed that. He said <laughs> it was really fun and just, just awesome. Yeah, the first half, definitely. I mean, it, it's missing the cinematics, if there are, are going to be some. It's missing the voiceover, which presumably is going to be there. It's missing a lot of the kind of texture pieces that really make a mission feel complete. So you have to kind of take that into account when you're playing it, that it's not a complete mission yet. They haven't had those assets. But once you get through that, and it's a little confusing at the beginning. Our, my party, our first time through, we basically stood there running around the room not knowing exactly what to do for about 10 minutes. Maybe that's because we're not very smart. I didn't see any prompts or any uh, any clickies or anything like that. I put in a bug in the middle of it while, while I was fighting last night because uh, I'm sure they know this. Maybe they do this as a, a sign to themselves to fix something. But you know the green adapted text that floats up over the Borg's mm -hmm. head? It's upside down. Right. <laughs> yeah. So it was really weird. At first I thought it was Russian, and then I looked at it, and I was like, oh, no. No, that's just upside down. But yeah, it, the boss fight itself, though, was, like Dang says, it's just, it's epic. I mean, it's really great. It's a multi-stage fight. You're fighting just like in, in uh, the one where you, where you fight Rebecca. Oh, Infected? Yeah, it's like that, where you take her down to a certain point, and then you fight a bunch of mobs, and then you take her down, and you fight a bunch of mobs. But I'm not going to spoil it for anyone. Just look forward to it. There are, Some of the mobs are really creative and cool. I'm looking forward to the finished product, definitely. Well, there's so many cool things coming. I was over on Tribble today, earlier today, as a matter of fact, updating my character and everything, and, uh, you know, waiting to test all the new goodies that are coming on to Tribble right now, and uh, I was just looking at all the different missions. These are the Nebula one and, and the Hive and all the stuff that they add to the menus, the updates to the graphics in my menus, and just all the little things that are there. I'm just really excited. So. Yeah, I lined up two of the, the Romulan missions that are there, too, and on Tribble, the Tau Dua sector is on the map, but but you can't get to it yet, so you can see it on the galaxy right. map. 
but you can't actually access it. And I slotted for two of the Romulan missions that pay off in Romulan marks, but there's just not enough people on, and I was on pretty much during prime time. Do you hear that, people? Did you hear what he said? Get on to Tribble. Get on Tribble. So we can test Seriously. this stuff. It's good-looking stuff, man. I mean, really, uh, I think I saw salt suckers in one of the thumbnails. Yes, the salt vampires are afoot. Yeah, that's a mind trap. That's a yep. cool mission. It's going to be a lot of fun. So uh, get on over, it's guys. It's a 20 guys, person, please. though. Yeah, I know. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. We need bodies. Please get on triple, yeah. guys, so that we can get teams. Don't you guys right. want to fight hordes of salt vampire dudes in the mines? I mean, just it's awesome. That's like total Halloween zombie fest or something. It's, let's do it. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be honest. I'm just happy it's not Borg. I'm ready right, to move yeah, on. Yeah, I know. The Borg get old. Yeah. Well, speaking of moving on, I'm going to jump off and let you guys get on to feedback. Okay. All good right. Good to have you on. Thanks. Well, that wraps up this week's Stone News, so let's open hailing frequencies and see what's incoming. Message coming in, sir. Hailing frequencies. Open. See? We are getting to know each other. So moving into feedback for uh, episode 100. Oh my goodness, we got a lot, which is great. The Stow Forums. Brandon, Brandflakes, congrats on your uh, 100th episode. <laughs> Actually, he said 1,000 on the show and then corrected himself, so it was pretty funny. And he says, cheers, here's to another 100. Hippie John says, congratulations on 100. You guys are awesome. Look forward to the show every week. Thank you, sir. We try. Captain Jam Jams says, sweet. Thank you, Mr. Jam Jams, and keep making those Sweet ships for us. Yeah. Lieutenant Smith says, Brand Flakes, did you not use to work for them? The episode was nice. I also really liked the video to go with it. It reminds me of Stokes' Journey to Cryptic episode. Hopefully you guys keep making new episodes or I'll have to rely on the forums and Twitter to get all my stone news, which is not fun. Of course we'll keep making episodes. Yeah. No, we will. Don't worry. And we plan to do more and more video in the future. So, yeah, but we're uh, working out the bugs with that. So we just got people on board that can like edit it well and do stuff like those videos. And so a little bit more equipment, a little bit more time. This whole show will be very, very video. Don't worry. It's getting there. BG Host, please make your episodes longer. Careful what you wish for. We've had some long <laughs> episodes in the past. We have had some like two and a half hour episodes at times. So well, careful what you wish for. We do, we do like to do for. supplements. We do like to do supplements, we do. and we also like to do videos and like vlogs, and we also do uh, check it out. So uh, if the Stow Show isn't super, super long, we definitely have a lot of goodies. So we will keep we you entertained. We try anyway. Yes, Starfish1701 says, congratulations, reaching the 100 episode milestone. It's a great show, and I would like to thank you for making and uploading them. You're welcome. We appreciate you listening. Mm -hmm. Azurian Star says, kapla. 100. HRCI2907 says, congrats. Looking forward to the next 100 episodes. Oh boy, so are we. <laughs> That's <laughs> yeah. a lot of episodes. Taco Fangs, Tumor Boy, another developer. Congrats, guys. Thank you, sir. Good to see you when we were there. Hope to see you again soon. Vesterang says, respect for the work you put in. Thank you, sir. We respect appreciate it. Much respect, homie. Thank you. <laughs> Word. Electo says, congratulations. Thank you, Electo. We appreciate Hello, it. Electo. Lieutenant Commander Miller, cryptic dev, former ship designer, responsible for the Vesta. Awesome, and congrats, guys. Thank you. We got some from PriorityOnePodcast.com. From Ninik says, congratulations on an amazing 100 episodes all. Hope you've all had as much, if not more, fun making them as we've had listening in. Here's to the next 100. And Obsidia says, just rename them Loyalty Rewards. Huh. Problem solved. Support the game, prove your loyalty. 
get rewarded. Bam! Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. <laughs> it figures like the 100th episode, my internet dies. I can't get on with you guys. The 10 seconds it's working, or 10 minutes, whatever it was working. The only thing I got to do was rant about how upset I was about the vet thing. So, but I like this idea because yeah. this is legit. Call it a loyalty reward, and you know what? That alleviates everything. Get rid of the yeah, word yeah, veteran, though. Don't right, use that word really if that's not what. You, yeah, <laughs> veteran is earned. Loyalty, well, that can be bought apparently. <laughs> oh, that hurts. Oh, swallow. Okay. Moving on to Facebook, Mr. Woody Valley wrote in and said, "Congrats on the triple figures. Hope to see many more." Of course, sir. Of course. Wee. We hope to keep delivering to our mates down under. Yay! We got some Twitter people who have followed us, and these are the new ones who have well, retweeted or followed. These are the latest. At Marty Razor, Brian Hall UK, Division Hispana, Lee Stevens 21, Coda Black, Temporius, Beansler, Houston Game Dev. So thank you everybody, all the ats there, for our latest followers, and to everybody who retweeted. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Indeed. And then we got some email in from Maximus92 who says, Haven't emailed the podcast in a while, but I felt compelled to address the stance taken on the vet rewards on the recent Priority One podcast. The argument that vet rewards should be about time played is invalid. There are some who purchase the lifetime subscriptions before Head Start, max level the player through Head Start, and then decide to stop playing for one reason or another. So let's say they come back a thousand days later, they still get the vet rewards, having only officially played for a week. Well, that's a good point. The point is, these rewards have never been about time played per se. They only appear that way because they were only working and releasing the rewards around these milestones for so many days and so on and so forth. Had they had all the vet rewards done in the beginning, I'm willing to bet they would have done this from the start. To me, it only makes sense to go ahead and give the lifetimers the vet rewards. Gold members still have to earn them with time played. Also, for those who say this is another one of those PWE cash grabs, this practice of rewarding for time paid has been around for a while. Take a look at Rift. If you sign up for a year Rift as a new player, yeah. you'll be eligible to receive the 3, 6, and 12 month reward. In my case, I'm out past the 30 something month reward and Rift is only 26 months old. Also, you have to purchase the vet rewards with in-game gold. Be thankful Stowe hasn't done that yet. Yeah. Oh, and just to put it out there, I'm a 900 day vet. Well, congrats to you, sir. And you know what? I agree. Like I said, I think Obsidious had the best suggestion. Eliminate the word veteran. We have an email from Chivalry Bean. It says, I'm surprised at your concerns about the new lifetime sub-perk. You get all veteran items right away. I agree 100% they should rename them. I don't see how you earn them by playing the game, though. If I bought the lifetime sub 1,000 days ago, never played the game once, then logged in 1,000 days later, I'd have all the same veteran items without doing a single thing that any other lifetime subber did to get them, other than pay the money. So maybe it's because I'm a freeper. <laughs> this is quote-unquote, he calls it freeper, but it has no derogatory sound to it. <laughs> I don't see it the same as you, but aside from the word veteran, I just don't get it. If anyone has earned the veteran items, it is the people who monthly pay. They paid more for it in dollars. What you did get that the new Lee Lifetimer got was a stipend for the duration since you got the Lifetime. So you have that going for you. I do hope to get a Lifetime membership when I'm able, and it will be nice to have all the things at once since I'm dropping a lot of cash at once. But we got some really good feedback, some good ideas too. I really do like the, the loyalty rewards thing. Yeah, but that wraps up feedback. So, um, gosh, at that time. 
It is that time. Well, thank you, everybody, for your feedback. We'd love to hear from you. Send your feedback to our email, incoming at PriorityOnePodcast.com, or you can submit your feedback to us via the website. There we go. And that wraps up episode 101. Indeed, it does. So we're broadcasting live from TrekRadio.net. Remember, we're on the air every Thursday night at 8.30 Eastern, 5.30 Pacific. We've been getting some amazing feedback, as you heard, and we play much better to a live audience. You'll have fun. So keep your eyes out for more goodies from our cryptic field trip all month. And this weekend, Alex and company will be transmitting their picks and more from their Star Trek London experience, which is super exciting. We are looking for your suggestions and ideas for Blank of the Week and field notes and general show improvements in addition. So if you have any, you can submit those ideas and or questions about them with our online form on the Priority One website via email to incoming at PriorityOnePodcast.com or on our Facebook site. Or you can Twitter us. Twitter. Twitter, Twitter. We're on Twitter, Facebook, www.facebook.com slash Priority One Podcast, and say hi, or check us out on Twitter via at Stowe Priority One for showtimes and other cool stuff. Do you make foundry missions? Uncle James wants you. Send in the name of your mission, a brief description, and your at handle to incoming at PriorityOnePodcast.com or use our online submission form at www.PriorityOnePodcast.com and send us your missions. We have shifted our foundry reviews to a video format. We will be playing through the mission with its author if they are are at all available for us and posting them to our youtube channel youtube.com slash priority one our first video playthrough is already up it's one of our very first videos that we actually ever did so please forgive the crudeness in which it is done donate 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 we need your help to keep priority one running on full impulse power Head over to PriorityOnePodcast.com and click the Donate button. Or if you're an Amazon shopper, take a look at our Amazon affiliate store on the sidebar of the website and support the show while you shop. Money! (laughs) We should have that song going in the background every time we read that part. We would like to thank everybody who comes and listens during the uh, live stream. We thank you so much. We love you guys. You guys are awesome. Thank the entire team over at Priority One Podcast. Our executive producer, Elliot Tan. Our production assistant and art director, Alex Calderwood. Have fun in London, sir. Our audio engineer and our wonderful host, Adrian Grady. And the composer of our theme music, Mr. Chris Watts. Special thanks to our sponsor, Sayulita.com, which is an awesome place to go if you want to beam down to paradise and relax. Geek Nation Tours, if you're just dying to get out and see some of the geekier side of the United States and other places they go. Our syndication partners, Subspace Radio, Truck Radio, and the Truck Radio Live crew. And of course, you guys, all our listeners out there in the Stowe community. You know, if you weren't listening, why would we bother? So thanks for listening. (laughs) Indeed, indeed. Thank you, everybody. Red alert. Shields up. Ready weapons. Engage. complete.